Tom Swarbrick on LBC. 10 to 6 the time, Friday afternoon. Tom Swarbrick on LBC can, should and will only mean one thing. From Washington, D.C., Simon Marks, American Week. Tom, you will remember the last time we chatted, America was on the brink of yet another government shutdown and a man by the name of Kevin McCarthy was still the Republican Speaker of the House of Representatives. And then all hell broke loose. Winston Churchill once said this about America. You can always count on Americans to do what's right after they exhausted every other option. And I once said of America that when they start quoting Winston Churchill as Kevin McCarthy did last Saturday night, you know they're in trouble. It is very clear that I tried every possible way listening to every single person in the conference. Do you have members in your conference that won't let you vote for appropriation bills and won't vote for a stopgap measure so the only answer is to shut down and not pay our troops? I don't want to be a part of that team. I want to be a part of a conservative group that wants to get things done. Having not found one of those, McCarthy there was justifying why, with the clock ticking towards the shutdown, he abandoned Trump-backed far-right Republicans in the House of Representatives who wouldn't support any of the compromise measures he had previously proposed. Instead, he teamed up with Joe Biden's Democrats, using their votes to avert the shutdown with just hours to spare. McCarthy characterised his actions as being in the national interest interest but immediately sensed what was coming next from republicans who accused him of treachery if somebody wants to make a motion against me bring it there has to be an adult in the room within hours far-right republican matt gates of florida took up the speaker's challenge in this interview on abc if at this time next week Kevin McCarthy is still Speaker of the House. It will because, be because the Democrats bailed him out and he can be their Speaker, not mine. So, so when, when do you make this move? Uh, you'll be seeing it this week. Matt Gates wanted to be Speaker earlier this year. His political ego has known no bounds since the Department of Justice told him last year that he would not be prosecuted after an investigation into allegations of sex trafficking. In January, along with other Trump-backed Republicans, he forced 15 separate votes before Kevin McCarthy won the Speaker's gavel. When he moved to oust his nemesis this week, the outcome of the vote was never really in doubt. The yeas are 216, the nays are 210. The office of Speaker of the House is hereby declared vacant. A moment in history there. For the first time ever, a sitting speaker ousted. And it wasn't just far-right Republicans who turned against him, but every single Democrat, the very people who had helped McCarthy keep the government open on Saturday night, knifed him in the back on Tuesday. You'll have seen lots of headlines blaming the Republicans for bringing chaos back to Washington, but the reality is that the Democrats also helped throw the country into the abyss. The dysfunction always concerns me. At the White House on Wednesday, President Biden indicated that he'd had a gutful of McCarthy, found him untrustworthy in negotiations, and allowed Democrats in the House to choose the devil they don't know yet. We had two agreements we shook hands with on, and uh, I assumed he was working with, uh, I knew he was working with the Democrats in the House and Senate, but the idea that I was going to somehow convince McCarthy to change his view was not reasonable. Now, you're perhaps wondering why you should care about any of this. Well, first of all, because it again demonstrates that America is becoming completely ungovernable. No legislation can move on Capitol Hill until a new speaker is elected, and the clock is ticking again on another government shutdown. We're just five weeks away from it. 
But another consequence of the polarisation here is that the compromise the Democrats backed on Saturday stripped out any additional funding for Ukraine. On Sunday, President Biden and the Ukrainians said they trusted McCarthy quickly to restore that funding for Kiev's war effort. But now there's no McCarthy to get the legislation done. Are you willing to move forward with an aid package for Ukraine if you're speaker? I'm, I'm, I'm against that. If Jim Jordan of Ohio becomes speaker, it may never get done, leaving Kiev high and dry. The most pressing issue on Americans' minds is not Ukraine. It is the border situation and it is crime on the streets. And everybody knows that. Last night, Donald Trump backed Jordan for the speakership. There is also considerable speculation that events this week on Capitol Hill were choreographed by the former president, even though publicly he pretended he'd had nothing to do with them. He spent his week in a New York courtroom. He did not need to be there for the start of the civil lawsuit that sees Trump and his two sons accused of a $2 billion fraud. But day after day, Trump showed up and every day delayed proceedings by fulminating before the cameras that had been placed just outside the courtroom. A leading Joe Biden by a lot, which is probably why this is all happening. Not probably, why it's definitely. They're coordinating with Washington 100%. But without that, none of these cases would be going on. They've weaponized justice in our country. This trial is a disgrace. He railed against his tormentors, said he was falling victim to a rogue judge and a racist district attorney who happens to be African-American. And when a gag order was approved to stop the former president from using his social media channels to attack the judge's staff, Trump was still at it hours later. The bottom line is this is rigged. The judge knows whatever he's going to do. He said that... Mar-a-Lago was worth $18 million. When the smallest house in Palm Beach is probably worth $50 million. And this is the biggest, the best anywhere in the country. There's nothing like it. So they defrauded us. The trial is expected to last at least three months. New York Attorney General Letitia James almost celebrated the moment when Trump exited the courthouse last night. Trump's comments were offensive. They were baseless. They were void of any facts and or any evidence. And I will not sit idly by and allow anyone to subvert the law. I will not be bullied. And so Mr. Trump is no longer here. The Donald Trump show is over. This was nothing more than a political stunt. But she, of course, is the woman whose indictment of the former president provided him with the stage on which he performed it. And with each indictment that he faces, Trump's standing among Republican voters is further solidified. This was a week in which major figures here kept trying to have it all ways. Democrats helped keep the government open, but also helped strip Ukraine of funding. Trump insisted he was shocked by events on Capitol Hill, even though he may have orchestrated them. And Joe Biden did something that he absolutely ruled out when he ran for the presidency. This is President Biden's America. Illegal immigrants trampling all over our nation's sovereignty. And in a stunning reversal, of course, President Biden is about to do something he told his voters he would never do. Build that wall. You heard Harris Faulkner of the Fox News Channel correctly. On Wednesday, President Biden's Director of Homeland Security said that due to the acute crisis at the border, it was time to build more wall. He waived 26 environmental laws so that another 20 miles of the barrier can immediately be erected. 
Republican Senator Ted Cruz of Texas, a huge proponent of the wall, smelled a rat. I don't believe a word of it. I think they're pretending. I think they're trying to pretend they give a damn. But I think this is all window dressing to pretend he cares. His objective is he wants even more illegal immigrants. And then at the White House, Joe Biden almost disavowed the move, insisting his government had no choice but to spend the money, which was set aside for the wall's construction during the Trump presidency. I tried to get them to reappropriate, to redirect that money. They didn't. They wouldn't. And in the meantime, there's nothing under the law other than they have to use the money for what was appropriate. I can't stop that. Do you believe the border wall works? No. None of which explains why his own cabinet minister is conceding the wall is needed and the crisis at the border is worsening. Next week, we'll be talking about Taylor Swift and Robert F. Kennedy Jr. So make a date for that. While Tom, you grab the popcorn and wait to see who is next up to helm the kindergarten that they call the House of Representatives. From Washington, D.C., Simon Marks, American Week.